Well, a very pleasant good morning to you. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Heard Saturdays and Sunday mornings at 7.45 a.m. Central Daylight Time both days. If you have a question or a comment, send me an email at mark.hawkinson, that's H-A-W-K-I-N-S-O-N, at kfuo.org. Today's message is all about the Holy Spirit, as you might well imagine, since it's Pentecost. The Creed states, I believe, in the Holy Spirit. Something you believe in, yeah, and it's true, third person of the Trinity. Large Catechism states that God's Spirit alone is called the Holy Spirit. That is, he who has sanctified and still sanctifies us. For just as the Father is called Creator and the Son is called the Redeemer, so the Holy Spirit, from his work, must be called the Sanctifier. Now, how is such sanctifying done? You might wonder about that. Well, the uh, confession state, the Holy Spirit causes our sanctification by the following. The communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. That means the Holy Spirit leads us first into his holy congregation and places us in the bosom of the church. He preaches to us and brings to us Jesus Christ. Consider this. The story is told about Rabbi Shlostovsky, a professor of the Talmud in the rabbinical seminary at Tel Aviv. He hated the Lord Jesus Christ. So great was his resentment that he sharply criticized a young Jewish convert who was reading a Hebrew New Testament. Well, the young man replied by giving him the copy. That night, the rabbi, alone in his room, stayed up until 3 o'clock in the morning, reading about the Nazarene who claimed to be the Messiah. It was the Holy Spirit who guided him into all truth. And later, this gentleman confessed. He said, I've already discovered more than 200 passages of the New Testament that prove beyond a doubt that Jesus is truly the Messiah. Wow, the Holy Spirit of God, who is God, the third person of the Trinity, is the one who revealed Jesus to that rabbi. Well, on this festival of Pentecost, there is reason to rejoice. For this is the day when the Lord sent a visual manifestation of his saving power in the form of cloven tongues as of fire that rested on each one of the 120 people in that house that day. And this is what the scripture says. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The book of Acts tells you and me that there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, there had been the sound of a mighty rushing wind, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. Wow. So the Holy Spirit came down, filled up the 120. They were able to speak in all those understandable dialects. A miracle for sure. Of course, it's all about Jesus. 
He has a name and a fame that spreads. Jesus said the Spirit takes what is His and declares it. And the Spirit was doing just that through those 120 in that house that day, declaring it, the message that is. And indeed, it has a need to be declared to the uttermost parts of the globe. You can imagine how amazed those people who had gathered there that day were. I mean, here were the apostles speaking in their language. Indeed, they were amazed. And that word amazed in the original means struck as by a blow. They were totally overwhelmed with the whole situation. But that was all part of God's plan. The prophet Joel had foretold it, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit. Wow, indeed he did. Even on the male and female servants? That's right. And the Bible says over 3,000 were converted in just one day. And the good news about Jesus has been spreading ever since. That expansion of the gospel is going to continue until Jesus comes again. Just as it is continuing over worldwide, KFUO, the messenger of good news. Well, you've heard it spoken. The pastor at the beginning of the divine service will say the invocation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Indeed, the Holy Spirit is God. He was not created at a later time after the Father and the Son. That's for sure. Jesus once said, before Abraham was, I am. And he always will be the God of eternity, as is the Father, and as is the Holy Spirit. I mean, do you think for one moment that the Spirit was somehow created by God and not fully deity? The psalmist wrote, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the starry host of them by the breath of his mouth. Yes, by the breath or by the spirit of his mouth. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson talking about the Holy Spirit today. I'll be back after this. Well, a very pleasant welcome back. Uh, This is Moments of Assurance Weekend, second segment, talking about the Festival of Pentecost and the Holy Spirit, third person of the Trinity, who is himself God. It's a pleasure to uh, be with you talking about uh, the Spirit. In the book of Genesis, it says that the Spirit hovered over the face of the waters the Spirit. You'll remember in Acts chapter 5, when Ananias and his wife Sapphira held back a piece of property instead of giving it to the Lord. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back for yourself proceeds of the land? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied unto men, but unto God, the Holy Spirit is God. The Lutheran Confessions state, many other kinds of spirits are mentioned in the scriptures, such as the spirit of man, heavenly spirits, evil spirits, but God's spirit alone is called the Holy Spirit. 
Neither you nor I could know anything about Jesus Christ or believe in him and take him as Lord without the Holy Spirit. He works through the preaching and teaching of the word and through the written word as well. And so here's the truth. Christ has acquired and won the treasure of salvation for you by his suffering, death, and resurrection. But if the work remained hidden and no one knew of it, it would have been all in vain. It would have all been lost. So in order that this treasure might not be buried, but put to use and enjoyed, God has caused the word to be published. I like that. You can enjoy what has been published because you know that what Jesus has done and accomplished is applied to you personally in your baptism. Indeed, in that precious water connected to the word, you have received the benefits of what Christ has already done. And it's all by the power of the Holy Spirit. Unlike a will that parents leave for their children, where what's in it is theirs when mom and dad die, what's in your baptism is life and salvation, and that's yours right now. You just have to wait until you die to enjoy the full benefits of it. (laughs) Jesus once said, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he shall be saved. And that being saved happens through the gospel. And the gospel is communicated through the word and the sacraments. They dress you with that cloak of righteousness, which makes you acceptable to the Father on judgment day. And that's done all by the power of the Holy Spirit. The large catechism says, all this then is the office and work of the Holy Spirit to begin and daily to increase holiness on earth through the Christian church and the forgiveness of sins. And then when we pass from this life, he will instantly perfect our holiness and will eternally preserve us in it. So two things. The Holy Spirit is responsible for conversion, like the 3,000 that were converted in one day on Pentecost in the book of Acts. And the Holy Spirit is also responsible for keeping you in the true faith and causing your faith to even grow when you water it with the precious word of God. And he can do those things because he himself is God. He's got the power to do it. You know, you and I live in an age that is very impressed by power. I once owned a vehicle that had a Hemi engine, lots of power, 400 horsepower or something like that. And I can tell you from experience, it really moved. Uh, Its power was truly amazing. And you're impressed, as I am, when you fly, as that powerful jet roars down the runway and becomes airborne. Those pilot thrust levers in the pilot cabin are in the max position to make sure that bird gets off the ground. You may also be impressed by powerful missiles the U.S. has for defense. Missiles that are capable of traveling literally thousands of miles into outer space. But none of those things I just mentioned can begin to hold a candle to the power of the gospel. The Apostle Paul wrote, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation for the Jew first, also for the Greek. Power to convert people from going to hell to going to heaven. It is the work of the Holy Spirit of God who has brought you to faith and now sustains your faith by that same power until either the Lord calls you home or he returns, whichever comes first. Indeed, he sustains you in your faith and he keeps the devil off of your back as well. May you join me today in thanking God for his power in your life to keep you on his track and off the devil's back all the way to heaven and as well. May you invite someone that you know 
or perhaps you do not know to spend eternity with you and Christ. As one evangelist has written, When I enter the mansions of heaven and the saved all around me appear, I want to have someone come up to me and say, It was you who invited me here. It was you who invited me here. Whom will you invite, perhaps even today, to spend eternity with Christ and you? I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Appreciate very much you being along for the broadcast of Moments of Assurance Weekend. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you as well to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance, Monday through Friday over the noontime hour, Central Daylight Time. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.